Welcome back to Mike and Jiggers with Dan and Emily. Guess what, guys? It's spooky season, y'all. I'm excited. It's Halloween. Happy Halloween, bitches. Yes. So, so. oh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, buy me a coke. Yeah, you can fuck off. <laughs> so, let's get this Halloween show on the road. Yeah, let's jump right into our first topic of all things Halloween. You gotta start with Yo Childhood. Yes. It's the best part of Halloween is just being a kid, the whole magical experience of it. Oh, yeah. When you think of Halloween as a kid, like what immediately comes to mind? I really just like dressing up. And I think trick-or-treating was really fun. And like the town that we live in, we've got four or five nights in the week of Halloween where they do Halloween stuff here. So we've got one called Merchant's Night. And that's when little kids go to all the businesses on our town square and some of the other businesses off of the square and they get candy and like, you can get a fuck ton of candy. (laughs) So after that, there are two nights of trick-or-treating. And in that same week of trick-or-treating is our Halloween parade. I'm not a fan of the Halloween parade. (laughs) I love the Halloween parade. Okay, it's not the parade itself that I mind because it's cool. It's a parade. You get to see all the costumes. You get to see kids in all of their costumes. You get to see adults in some pretty cool costumes. Mm -hmm. I'm just prematurely old, and I hate the fact that it disrupts traffic around our town square. (laughs) Wow, there's so many side streets in our town. Yeah, but the way our town is set up, there's only a couple streets you can use to get to the other side of town. Mm, I can figure it out. Or you have to go way out of your way. Yeah, scenic route. See, where I grew up, we didn't really have that much trick-or-treating. We had one night of trick-or-treating, and it was a town of less than 100 people. <laughs> I forgot how small your town was. And not all of them were people that you would want to take your kids to their house. Good point. So it didn't take all that long to do trick-or-treating. But I think probably like my favorite thing that I can like really like remember is I had a Power Rangers Halloween costume. That's cool. Unfortunately, it wasn't like the original Mighty Morphin, but it was one of the early spinoffs after it. And I was the pink Power Ranger. As much as I freaking hate pink, <laughs> like I hate pink. And I wanted to be the pink Power Ranger. Don't know why. But I had one of her costumes, and it was mostly white, and I think it had, like, a tiger mask. Okay. But it was, like, a cheap plastic mask. Yes. But my hands-down favorite Halloween costume that I can actually remember from being a kid, because I've done, like, I did the Dead Bride a couple times, and I had a Minnie Mouse when I was in grade school. But I did, like, Murdered Bride uh, several years in a row. (laughs) For anybody wondering, that was Scotty's ears flapping in the background. She's real active now, and she's bounced back to her normal self, and she is on one. But, yeah, you talking about that plastic mask, that to me is just stereotypical childhood Halloween the cheap, crinkly plastic mask and the really cheap cloth costumes. Oh, yeah. You can almost see through them. They're that thin and they're just screen printed with different designs. And yet as a kid, you're like, yeah, I'm Darth Vader. See, I would say 15 years ago, Halloween was a little cooler than it was now. Mm -hmm. Hello, global warming. But we're not going to touch on that. But I remember my mom always making us wear... 
90s style thick leggings, (laughs) turtlenecks underneath our costumes. And so like costumes were even more uncomfortable than they were. And so like it defeated the purpose of some of the costumes I remember wearing. That's the worst thing is when it's Halloween and it's so cold or wet, you have to wear a coat over your costume. And every kid has that argument. But mom, nobody's going to know. They'll figure it out, honey. I got news for you. Most of them are too old to know what's hip with kids. They're not going to know what your dress does anyway. What is your favorite Halloween costume that you've seen on a kid? And it can be like in recent years. Ooh, I don't know. I mean, technology for like just toys and costumes in general for kids are so much cooler these days. I've seen some pretty cool Iron Man costumes on kids. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the video of the kid that is a literal transformer and yes. he goes from car to human? That reminds me less of Transformers and more of Rick and Morty. Yes. <laughs> Turn to a car, Morty. <laughs> what are you talking about? What was your favorite costume as a kid? Was it your That Power was that Ranger? Power Ranger one. Okay. I don't know what my favorite costume would have been. I was a big boy, so I couldn't fit in a lot of the store-bought costumes by like maybe fourth or fifth grade. So I had a lot of homemade costumes. Mm, Probably the Riddler. That's pretty cool. Right when Batman Forever was out, I really wanted to be Two-Face or the Riddler. And I couldn't fit in the costumes from Walmart. But my mom made me this awesome Riddler costume. I think it was green sweats and maybe gold paint pen. Yeah. She put question marks all over it and I had a green uh, bowler hat and then she made me a cane out of like a dowel rod and some coat hanger that she fashioned into a question mark on top and then she wrapped that the whole thing. That is awesome. Yeah, she wrapped the whole thing in gold fabric. It was pretty cool. I mean, looking back, <laughs> I wouldn't want to wear it as a adult now. Like I look back at how it probably looked. It probably didn't look as cool as I thought it did, but I thought I was pretty stylish. I'll tell you what I think of immediately when I think of Halloween as a kid. What? The cheap plastic orange pumpkin pails that you can go around collecting candy in. It's funny you say that because I have my fall decoration box sitting back in my back room and I have a pink one. (laughs) But what I also think about is I don't even know if McDonald's still does this. I hope they do. Their Halloween uh, Happy Meal bucket? Yes. I think they've done it in the past couple years, but I don't know if they're doing it this year. If anybody knows, hit us up on Facebook and just tell us whether McDonald's is still doing that because I hope that's still a part of kids' Halloweens. Those things are Also, Dan just wants a bucket. I do. I don't know. There's just something magical about the colors of them. There's like a special orange to it. I think there's a purple and green one maybe. I don't know. I just those. But I, I do remember exactly those uh, buckets because some of them had like bat handles. I think, or yeah. like one was like a Frankenstein bucket. Yes, I think one was like a glow in the dark ghost or something. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you ever have a super cheap kids Halloween costume? And I'm talking about it was the cheap plastic mask. And then like a trash bag that was slit with like holes for arms and then professionally screen printed design on the front of it. I guess to an extent, because the only costumes I can remember are I've had my hand-me-down murdered bride (laughs) costume. I had a cheap vampire costume that had like the foam neck thing, the The collar that popped up. I had a Minnie Mouse costume in fifth grade. 
that was a little too short. But being a kid, you're like, ah, it's Minnie Mouse. No, that was, I should not have worn that. It was so short. I'm trying to think of some of my other costumes that I had. I think I went as a witch one year because my cousin and I had the same exact costume. Uh, When I was in high school, I was the Mad Hatter. That's cool. It was a really cool costume. I really can't remember most of my costumes because I had a costume, a different costume every year. Yeah. Except for the three years that I went as a (laughs) murdered bride. Can we just stop on that for a second? I was six to eight as a murdered bride. You started out early as emo trash. (laughs) I guess I have my future planned. I guess I saw my future. Once I got old enough to be in the homemade costumes, then I started getting really obscure. Like one year, my mom made me a costume of an alien soldier from what would now be an obscure 80s TV miniseries. (laughs) And even then it was like 10, 15 years old. That was not a costume that anybody got. (laughs) Who are you? Oh, I'm the alien shock trooper from V. From what? Never mind. (laughs) I think one of my other things that I was really excited about Halloween is, like, I've got a cousin that's really close to age with me. Like, she's only a year and a half younger than me. And so we got to go trick-or-treating together every year. And I think that will always be a really good memory stuck with me because my other cousins, like, my brother is six years older than me. And so the next closest is a cousin that is also six and a half, like, almost seven years older than me. And the next one is nine years older than me. So, like... Heather and I are the two youngest Mm. by quite a few years. We did everything. And so Halloween will always be good memories. I will tell you a costume I'm glad that I wasn't able to ever do. When Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was huge. Yeah. I wanted to be Goldar. Oh, no. And my mom was like, no, you can't do that. Like, why? We'll just get me the costume. We'll paint my face black. (gasps) You can't do that. Smart woman. I I could not understand at the time. Now, as an older man, I'm glad that there does not exist pictures anywhere in my past of me in blackface. (laughs) That is good. There's a really good picture of my cousin Heather in a Big Bird costume. She was three. And I love you to death, Heather. But she had a little bit of a big head as a child. (laughs) So, like, seeing her in this costume, and of course it had the strap-on, tie-underneath-the-chin bird head on top of her. She's kind of, she's a pale person anyways, but she's got really dark brown hair. And so just seeing her sitting in that yellow costume, (laughs) and she, this one picture of her, she is mean-mugging, and she hates her life. She knew how bad she looked. (laughs) She looked cute, but, like, you could just tell she was not having it. I'll tell you what I also miss about Halloween as a kid. They used to make actually scary movies for kids. Now, you know, they make halfway scary movies. When I was a kid, they made a real attempt to make scary movies for kids that weren't over the top and gory, but like... Can we just talk about how terrifying Goosebumps were? Yes, I loved Goosebumps. I did too, but like watching them was... Like at that time, that was terrifying. And some of them still kind of like get me. I remember one year at Halloween, right before Halloween, they came out with the video version of the haunted mask about a girl who wears a haunted mask and then it conforms to her head and she looks like this ghoul but she can't take it off 
I know exactly which one you're talking about. That one was kind of scary. The puppet one always freaked me out. I think my favorite Halloween movie that is still a beloved classic by so many, Hocus Pocus. <gasps> I love that movie. And every once in a while they talk about remaking it or doing a sequel. Hocus Pocus and Halloween Town. See, I was too old for Halloween Town. But Hocus Pocus, leave that shit alone. Can I just say, like, if you're going to make Hocus Pocus, it has to have Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and what is her, uh, what's the other one's name? Uh, Kathy Najimy, I think. Yes. It has to have those three in it. Like, bring, don't make a remake, make a sequel with them. That movie's intense at parts. I know. When the uh, zombie comes out and like he's like cutting his lips apart oh, to yeah. talk. It gets scary. And even at the beginning when like the one guy's little sister, he has to watch her be killed. Yeah. That is horrifying. Like, yeah, I don't remember Halloween Town. I remember Are you being afraid on... of the dark? Scary stories to tell in the dark. Yes. Uh... I missed scary stories to tell in the dark when I was in the theater. If anybody actually saw that movie, let us know, was it good? It came out here at the same exact time as It Chapter 2. And so it probably didn't get as much hype as It. Yeah, that seems poorly planned on their part. Just a little bit. There's so many movies I loved as a kid that were scary like that. What else did you have? You mentioned Halloween Town. I don't know if that was scary or not. Not really, but it was a Halloween movie and it took place in an actual town in Oregon. It's so good. And it's just about a girl who comes of age and finds out she's a witch. And she comes from a line of witches. And they there is one antagonist throughout the three movies. And then in like the second or third movie, it's his son that becomes the antagonist. And like they're just trying to defeat him and make sure like Halloween Town stays safe. Because Halloween Town is a separate world than the town they live in. They're right up there with Hocus Pocus on, like, top movies of, like, my all-time. Have you ever seen The Halloween Tree? Animated movie from, like, mid-90s Cartoon Network. I've heard of it. That movie's kind of disturbing. The basic plot, it's Halloween. It's this group of friends. One of them gets really sick and ends up in the hospital or something. But he's so sick that his spirit leaves his body. What the fuck? Yeah. And this creepy, devilish type of guy comes and tells his friends, hey, I'm going to capture him and his spirit's going to belong to me unless you can keep up. If you can catch his spirit before I do, then I'll leave him alone and he'll be fine. And it's used as like this weird educational thing where they travel through time and across the world and go to periods of time that reflect the costumes they're wearing. I think one's a mummy and another's like a Day of the Dead skeleton or something. So it's kind of educational. But then at the end, they don't catch their friend in time. And this guy's going to claim his spirit. But they make him a deal that they all will take a bite out of this candy skull to seal a deal, giving up a year of each of their lives to save their friend. That's how this story ends, is that they just kind of make this deal with the devil with the guy, Hmm. and then he disappears, and you're not quite sure, like, was it all a fantasy? Are they really going to live one year less because of this deal they made? It's kind of weird and creepy. I don't remember this movie, and I don't know if it continued to play at Halloween when I was a kid, because it came out in 93, so it's two years older than me. Mm. But it's got an 8.1 rating on IMDb. It's creepy enough that it stuck with me. 
I recommend it, just not for children, because it's a little creepy and intense. Like, I still don't know what this guy was going to do with their friend after he caught his spirit. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen that. What about Ernest Scared Stupid? Is that before your time? I never actually watched any of those movies. Most of the Ernest movies aren't that great. That one, that's probably the pinnacle of the Ernest movies, because it's also kind of scary. And this troll comes to life that he has to defeat. But it's going around town, capturing children and containing their souls or something in small wooden replicas of them that it then takes back and puts in the hollow of a tree. And it's just been collecting them over like hundreds of years. That's a little fucked up. It's another movie that has stuck with me for such a silly, like earnest movie. That part of it is a little disturbing. Yeah. And there's even an old lady who helps them defeat the troll, but she's made it her life mission because when she was a small child, some of her family were turned into these wooden statues and she has kept them her entire life. These little like remnants of her family. I can't process this movie. It's so weird. It's a little much for, again, it's an earnest movie. So it's supposed to be stupid and funny and for kids, but it's not it, it's intense at parts. Do you got anything else about what you remember from being a kid? I think that pretty well covers it for Halloween as a child. So uh, you ready to move on to what we love about Halloween as adults? Yes. What do you like as an adult? Well, see, here's the thing. Being a working adult, I don't have that much time as I used to when I was, say, in college. When I was in college, I made it a point every year, every night of October... I watched a different horror movie leading up to Halloween. 13 Nights of Halloween, but as an adult? Yes. It was just a whole month of it. All my favorites, some not so favorites, just whatever it took to fill the whole month. I wish I still had the time for that. Being an adult, you got to find other priorities, whether it's actually going to the gym or just getting up early for work the next day. Like It's not really that doable to do it every night, but... I don't really do much for Halloween anymore, and it kind of saddens me. I'm looking forward to the day when I have kids, and I can like share in that magic of making it special for them, because Halloween's probably my favorite holiday. Another thing that I do miss about being a kid is we carved pumpkins, and as an adult, I don't have time to carve a pumpkin as much as I really, really want to, because I, I really want to do the um, stencil designs that are, you're not cutting through, but you're shaving. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Yeah. It's amazing what people have done the last few years with different forms of art like that. Like you've really seen in the last decade pumpkin art yeah. step up and non-Halloween like pancake art is crazy. Uh, yeah. But amazing. All of you wonderful artists out there being crazy and pushing these non-traditional mediums to their limits. I appreciate you. So the pumpkin carvers, if you guys are listening to this, drop pictures of your pumpkins this year. We'd love to see them. Yeah, we would like to see that, especially if you're like doing pumpkin chainsaw carving. I would very <laughs> much love to see that. Can you imagine somebody does it and it's like the most intricate piece of just fucking pumpkin? But don't hurt yourself because I don't want to see it. <laughs> so what do you love about Halloween as an adult? So 
I dance, and so I am in the Halloween parade, and I've been in the Halloween parade for a long time now, and I've been with the studio. Well, I've been with the studio for a long time, but I have done the Halloween parade five years, I think, altogether, and so that was the year I got to do um, uh, Queen Frostine, and I have done um, Tangled. This year's Halloween parade is horror movies, and I unfortunately have to miss it, which makes me really upset. And last year, I missed because I had knee surgery, which also made me really upset. The year before, we were doing a Judas Priest song. We were judges, and we had little gavels and black capes. Yeah. And it was so cool. I just, I just love the parade. I love being in the parade. I think it probably also makes a difference because you grew up in this town. Yeah. So the, the parade's probably more of your upbringing. So yeah. you appreciate more. You anything else? As an adult, you get to make more accurate Halloween costumes. <laughs> if you got the money. If you have the money and the time. Yes. I mean, you can make cool Halloween costumes for your kid, but most parents are going to go and like, oh, let's just go buy this from the store. But you can take the time and make more actual adult versions of costumes, like accurately represent a costume than how it's supposed to be instead of those weird fucking trashy costumes. Right. Do you have any just absolute dream costumes? If you had the budget or an excuse to go wear it someplace, one or two costumes that like you would just love to do. I have a couple. So my first one is Ezio era Assassin's Creed. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love Assassin's Creed. And the and Ezio's line is probably like my favorite. And I think he had the best costume to begin with mm. in his series. And if I could just afford like the um the hidden blade. The hidden blades and the gauntlet, his arm things right. and the bell and to get like the boots and the cape, flip off houses and to <laughs> sand or uh, hay piles. <laughs> Yeah, that is a really cool costume. It's disappointing that that movie wasn't better. I know. I like to say that was three quarters of a good movie, and then they just couldn't stick the landing. That's upsetting. Yeah. Any others? I really love Resident Evil. Ooh. Mila Jovanich. Love her. <laughs> mm, I'm sorry. She's a very, very attractive woman, too. But I liked... I Despite people like hating them, I love the Resident Evil movies. Honestly, I tapped out after number two. <laughs> I don't really... I like them. The first one I liked a lot. Uh, yeah, if I could do any costume, no limits. This takes me back to being a kid. I would love to do the classic like 60s era version of the Riddler. That not, would be really yeah, cool. Not the leotard. I'm talking about just a stylish green suit, purple tie, nice hat, the cane. Kind of like almost a... My boss? Almost, yeah. I love that version of the Riddler. It's, he's classier, and it's like he just thinks he's above it all. <laughs> like He doesn't need the armor or a flashy suit. It's just, hey, I, I'm, I got a green suit. That's it. I'm the smartest person in the room. That's all I need. That would be really cool. Another one, and this one I think would be a little simpler, but I would want it to be screen accurate, Star-Lord. That would be cool. I just connect so much with that character. <laughs> I don't think I'm quite as stupid as he is, but I'm a bit of a smart ass. Just a bit. <laughs> just a bit. You got any others? Because I, I threw just a couple bonus ones. Well, uh, 
I would love to have a Captain America, the first Avenger costume, the one from his very first movie. Yeah. I just love that suit. It's so... Just to be able to own the shield. Oh, God. I love that shield, too. <laughs> yeah, I love that shield, too. But it's just the World War II era and design cues of it. I just love that costume. It makes sense for you. <laughs> I threw down, like, an absolute accurate Power Rangers with, like, a real helmet. Oh, yeah. And the suit and the boots, like. I would love that, and I am still a Power Rangers buff. Mighty Morphin's where it's at. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched Power Rangers in a long time, although I loved the movie from a few years ago. I know I'm one of two people in the world that saw it. I didn't mind it. It wasn't great, but it wasn't like I sat there and watched it. Yeah. You know, I will just get on Etsy and randomly search for just weird... Power Rangers related creations that people have made, but they're not even like screen accurate stuff. My favorite one that I sent you one time was somebody had combined a Star Wars X-Wing helmet with the Green Rangers helmets. Yes. <laughs> like that is so cool. I wish I had 600 bucks to spend on this. My, f okay, so Power Rangers movie, 1994. Five or six Ooh. with the Silver Ranger, right? The first movie Tommy was in. Oh, yeah. Love. White Ranger. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite. It's still one of my favorite movies. That costume. Tommy's first two costumes. Green Ranger, White Ranger. Oh, those are so cool. Mm-hmm. But I threw in like Pokemon. I love Pokemon. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I could see you as Misty. I've looked into it, but then I was like, man, I really need to work out. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with Misty. She's not wearing much. No, and it does get cold here <laughs> sometimes around Halloween. And Dragon Ball Z, Kamehameha, some bitches. <laughs> <laughs> actual, actual fireball come out of my wrists. <laughs> Have you seen, a couple of years ago, somebody was doing YouTube videos of they made a machine that they could use to shoot fireballs like that? No, I'm going to have to look it up later. It was ridiculous. Somebody's going to kill themselves with it, but it was pretty cool. Love it. So one thing I wanted to mention was with the Halloween parade is the year when we worked together, the duct tape float. I loved that float. That was probably one of our job's best floats. That was like the last one we actually gave a shit on to. Yeah, I spent a lot of time on that float. It was... Believe it or not, Dan actually stopped working to build this float. I was told to. I, <laughs> I was given weeks to do this and to describe it to people. The theme that year was superheroes. And it was a big thing that year. People were making duct tape, Anything. prom dresses, just all sorts of viral things. What was that my second year working there? Maybe. And we got 3M to donate a pallet of duct tape of different colors and i was basically giving a blank check to hey make a superhero float and i end up taking these cardboard cutouts of people and making duct tape costumes these for people them. were also very fucking creepy yeah <laughs> that's a completely different story <laughs> and we can't really get into it without really telling people where it was we worked together and we don't want to do that but uh it was duct tape costumes that I put on all these characters to make them into the Justice League. And I got insanely detailed, like different colored seams on the costumes and shading. 
That was the most fun I've had at that job. And did we place that year or did we get blown away because of a stupid DJ? Yes. On a got, float. We got blown away because of the DJ. And they didn't even have a float. It was just no, they this just had a DJ. fucker on a DJ. But it happens. I still have pictures of that float. So I hate that we had it. to throw it away because not only was it he duct taped these cardboard cutouts into superheroes, he and the rest of us built towers out of boxes to make buildings. <laughs> oh, there was a Batmobile on the float that had a like lit up turbo engine on the back and the green lantern that I made, I cut out the center of his chest so we could put a green lamp in to light it up. Ah, oh, I miss that float. That was a good float. You'll have to, if you find the pictures, you'll have to send them to me because that was my, that was one of my favorite floats. Yeah, I will send those to you. Unfortunately, we can't share them to Facebook because we don't really want to bring our different employers into the show just because we get a little rowdy sometimes <laughs> but yeah sorry mom we had a good time sorry we can't share it with anybody check out our facebook page uh so moving on to also spooky stuff spooky stuff spooky stuff um what so we've talked about movies already but yeah. like what are your favorite halloween or scary movies that you just enjoy um tell you what i came up with a list of like four in preparation for this show. I have three and some underrated mentions. Okay. We'll just go back and forth. My first one is An American Werewolf in London. Have you ever seen this movie? I have not, but I've heard of it. It's from the 80s. They made a sequel in the 90s that was terrible. They used CG to do... That's because 90s just kind of crashed out. Well, it was the late 90s and they're like, hey, we got CG animation. We can make anything we want. And the animation wasn't quite there yet. But the 80s original version, it's all practical effects, and it has probably the best werewolf transformation ever caught on screen. It looks painful, like they use prosthetics to make... So they made a shot-by-shot shot frame of him transforming. Yes, it's a blend of the actor and like animatronics, like mixed with prosthetics you see his face extend and a snout grow out of his face his feet break and reform into like dog-like feet can we just talk about how underrated 80s movies in general are yes 80s whores where it's at but i highly recommend that movie and it's darkly funny too part of the plot of the movie is until this guy that has been bitten by a werewolf and is now cursed until the bloodline of that werewolf is cut short. He is haunted by all of his victims and his best friend that was killed by the werewolf that bit him. So his friend, over the course of the movie, keeps visiting him as a ghost. And he's like, hey, dude, I can't pass on until you die. Oh. And so he's constantly trying to convince his friend to just kill himself. But as every time he appears, he's more and more rotted until by the end of the movie, he's like a puppet of like a decomposed corpse with the voice of his friend. That's weird. But then all of his victims start joining him too. So it gets to a point later in the movie where he's like depressed and he doesn't know what to do. Like he's just really freaking out because he doesn't know how to handle this whole situation that's happened to him. And he goes into a movie theater. His friend's like, hey, you should probably kill yourself. And then one of his victims pipes up. Yeah, that'd be great. If you could just kill yourself, like we could move on. I suggest hanging. 
And then that's a little fucked up. Well, and then that guy's wife that he also killed. It's like, oh, you don't even have to do that. A gun would be quick and less painful. <laughs> They're all like giving their two cents of like how he should kill himself. He's like, guys, I really don't want to die. Is there any way we can figure a way out of this that like solves a problem for you, solves a problem for me? But at the same time, it's a scary movie. I oh, everybody, just go watch American Werewolf in London. So this is not only my favorite Halloween movie, but it's also like my all-time favorite movie, Sweeney Todd. I've never seen it. I'm a sucker for musicals, and I'm a sucker for Johnny Depp, and I love Sweeney Todd. My problem, the reason I never saw Sweeney Todd, I just checked out of Tim Burton. It seemed like he hit this wall of everything was just weird black and white themes and weird twisty designs to everything and Danny Elfman music is just I want to love Tim Burton just because of what he did with the first Batman movies and some of his early stuff like Edward Scissorhands but I just I'm so over it I love everything Tim Burton and okay I'm a Tim Burton whore (laughs) we're just gonna put that out there doesn't help the emo trash thing no it doesn't but I love Tim Burton and Speaking of Tim Burton, let's settle something here, and I want your guys' opinions in the comments on Facebook. Is Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? I say it's both, but it's a Halloween movie. You know, it's been so long since I've seen that movie, it's really hard for me to judge. I mean, it has Christmas shit in it, but... I'm surprised that movie hasn't been remade as one of these never-ending live-action remakes. (laughs) Because you can't, I mean, it's claymation and that nobody's going to want to remake claymation. They wouldn't do it as claymation anymore. They'd do it as computer animation or. And I would have a goddamn cow because it has to be claymation. Can you imagine if they tried to make it photorealistic like The Lion King? That'd be terrifying, but I'd still watch it. Just take the same soundtrack, all of the vocal recordings and just reanimate it. Is that all you have to say about Sweeney Todd? (laughs) I feel like I interrupted you, so... So I love Sweeney Todd and it's the way that I see it is like it's it almost feels like a rough cut movie because the blood is just like, you know, that blood is fake because blood's not that red. But like they have to give it that definition because it's such a dark colored movie and like everything's very gray and brown and the songs are just catchy. Except when you get to the um, the boy that's singing about the girl, and I can't think of their names right now, but then the end just fucks you up a little bit because it all comes full, full circle. <sighs> I love that movie, and I'm probably going to watch it tonight. I should probably watch it sometime. I own it. <laughs> My next movie? Well, we've already mentioned this movie on the podcast before. Scream. The original. It's just that. It is so original for its time. Now it's been duplicated so many different times by its own franchise and other movies have become more meta like that movie was. But the way that movie references horror films and still manages to in itself be a scary horror film and thriller that keeps you guessing who the killer is and then surprises you with who the killer is. I actually haven't seen any of the Scream movies. That's why I'm talking around it because I really want you to see Scream. It's Do you own them? Yes. I need them. At least I own the first one. (laughs) Two and three are trash. Four is okay. But the first one, it's one of those movies that once you get to the ending, 
it makes you want to go back and watch it for all the clues to who the killer was. Yeah. See, like that, I need to watch the original Halloween movie, like the ones that actually follow in chronological order. No, that Besides Rob that, like, Zombie bullshit. <laughs> um, and like, I've never seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I haven't seen the original um, Friday the 13th, but... Nightmare on Elm Street. That is my next one is I love the first Nightmare on Elm Street. And I have seen because Mikey, those are his favorite movies. They are... He was watching those at two. And that's what he would watch to go to bed was Nightmare on Elm Street, Jason Freddy, all of that. And um, he loves Wes Craven to no end. And he... We own it for whatever reason, but he just fucking hates the remake. But we own it. <laughs> He's the reason why I like that movie is because, like, seeing him so excited about it, but also that first one is actually really good. Well, and Scream is Wes Craven. Before he made Scream, he made New Nightmare. Have you seen that one? I don't remember because I've seen one, two, I think I've seen the first five. See, New Nightmare is an interesting experiment. I think he was kind of experimenting with the meta ideas of like referencing horror films. Yes, that was the weird one that he did. Yes. I haven't seen it, but I've seen docus on it. The plot of the movie is that by people embracing and loving the Freddy Krueger character, it has entered into the real world. And it is haunting the actors from the original movie. So I think her name's Heather Langenkamp was the actress from the original one. And she plays herself in this one. Yeah. And Robert England plays himself in this one. But he also plays Freddy that has come into the real world. It is a weird movie, but it's kind of cool, especially for me loving where he went with Scream and referencing horror. I can definitely see the link between those two movies. So I really like it. Is Robert England still alive? Yes. Okay. Because I know Wes Craven died, what, he's been about 10 years now? I want to say like five. Okay. That was sad. Yes, it was. Which, not to interrupt you, but it happened right around the time that the Scream TV series came out. Yeah. Do not watch that shit, people. It is horrible. <laughs> it is nothing to do it's cause with It's because it's MTV movies. bullshit. Yes. It might as well be CW sponsor, bullshit. Sponsor SMTV. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the Scream movies. I, oh my God, my fucking cat. Bronx. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. But <laughs> we'll see. Now you got Scotty yelling at Bronx too. <laughs> but the Scream movies, I love Scary Movie one, two, three, four. Never seen the fifth one, but those are good. Yeah, that's probably skewed your perspective of Scream. I'm definitely gonna have to leave no, borrow Scream. It doesn't, but like I think it's just a good spin on. But Scary Movie. Love those. And like, it doesn't change my perspective on watching horror films because eh, th- they're just making fun of because some of them are a little terrible. Yeah. But you know, the thing about Scream is that's probably the last great iconic horror movie costume. Like, it is so hard to come up with an original slasher character. That costume is so simple. And that's the point of it is like, it's supposed to be just something that someone bought off a Halloween shelf. But like the fact that it is now an iconic Halloween costume. I had a cousin that did scream probably four or five years in a row and we had white masks. We had an orange mask yeah. and I think there was another color that we might have had. But like I can still smell them. Yeah, That's so ingrained in my head. Uh, my next scary movie. It's actually two, kind of a pairing. Well, I 
think I might know, but like because it's you, but I don't also... think you will. No? The thing from 1982, but also the thing from I think it's 2011 a few years ago. Hmm. The more recent one is actually a prequel to the Kurt Russell one. The 1982 thing, I want to call it the original, but it's actually a remake with Kurt Russell. It is so great. It's got, again, great practical 1980s effects and gore and that kind of scary. I'm just surprised Kurt Russell's in a scary movie. But it's also got a lot of paranoia because the whole plot of the movie is a alien is taking over. It's basically killing people one by one and then taking on their form. So the whole movie is just people in small rooms looking at each other like, are you the thing? No, are you the thing? And even at the end of the movie, you don't know if any of the survivors are the thing. You remember in It Chapter 2, they have the one kid's head is on spider legs. <laughs> that is a reference to a scene that they did with practical effects in The Thing. Really? Where a guy dies and each part of The Thing can like split off and become its own entity. Nope, nope, nope. So you have to destroy the whole thing. You have to burn it. Nope. If one cell survives, it can replicate. Nope. So at one point they have a corpse and they don't realize it's the thing. So one guy goes to use the defibrillator and shock him back to life. The creature takes the shock from the defibrillator as an attack. So the chest splits open like a giant mouth and then bites off the doctor's arms. I think I did see a clip of that. And then the head splits off from the body, (laughs) sprouts legs and skitters off. It is crazy and amazing effects for the time. It's another one of those movies everybody should see once in their life. And the prequel is actually pretty good because they... See, I don't remember that coming out at all. It wasn't that well appreciated. But like, I don't even remember seeing a trailer for it. That's the thing. Yeah. It does a really good job, though, of connecting back to like sets and just various events that are from the first one. Like It literally ends right where the 1982 one starts. All right. It's pretty good. You got another one? I know a lot of people might give me grief on this, but like I loved it. Chapter one, it scared the shit out of me. And that's what I want out of a movie. Not like nightmare fuel, but it was very well done. Mm -hmm. I can't appreciate that movie enough. And like it took me a long time to like scary movies. I'm such a chicken shit. And I thoroughly enjoyed seeing that movie through my hands. (laughs) Yeah, that's a tense movie. It is. But do you have another one? My last one. It's slightly scary, but more cool. The Lost Boys. Another 80s classic. Love that movie. That movie's just, it's got everything is like cool and fun. The whole tagline, you know, sleep all day, party all night. It's fun to be a vampire. It just really taps into a teenage sensibility and the 80s. And then the final battle at the end is cool. Like they kill a guy with a stereo. Yeah, I do remember that. I need to go back and rewatch that. That is a movie I hated as a child. When it came out, I was so little. And I remember older cousins watching it in our house and me just being terrified to go into the living room because I was just so scared of it. Yeah. And then as a teenager, I rediscovered it and it is amazing. Did you watch just what happened? No. I just fucking see Bronx like flying this way. Oh my god, I am so sorry people who are listening because my animals are on one today. My cat's flying through the goddamn air. (laughs) 
anyways. I just love The Lost Boys. And they've made a few sequels. I saw the first one. It was terrible. I didn't, I didn't even know they had sequels. Uh, Direct-to-video sequels. Explains. Yeah. And I didn't even watch the third one because the second one was so bad. Back when I was in high school and before they made these sequels, they were talking about a spinoff, The Lost Girls. Hmm. And it was going to have Britney Spears and some other, at the time, hot teenage actresses or- Personalities. Yeah. And that never happened. I think they've talked about a TV series. I just don't think you can recapture- 80s magic? Yes. They keep trying to do that and remaking 80s horror movies and it does not work. I think they're remaking, this is the 90s, but The Craft, and I don't think that's going to work either. I've seen about that one. Speaking of Lost Boys, there's a set of YouTubers called the Try Guys. Yeah. They did three or four of the original Lost Boys cast came in and they made boy bands. They split them up and they pitted them against each other to make the best Lost Boy boy band. Oh, no. Like, they just took the cast and, like, we're making boy bands. Okay. And, like, I don't know. Boy bands are becoming a thing again, I guess. Yeah. But, like, the video itself, like, I'm probably not explaining it well enough. The video itself was actually really good. Was it last year that they had the music video somebody made of the slasher icons seeing their own version of the Backstreet Boys? Was it I'll Stab You That Way or something? I'll Kill You That Way or something. I love whoever it was because they made two of them. Yeah. They they did a phenomenal <laughs> job with that. So now that we've talked about all of our favorite scary movies, we thought it would be fun if we played a little game this episode where we try to come up with the most ridiculous bad horror movie we can. And all we have talked about already is our starting point is we have some stupid rich kids in a cabin in the woods and we're just going to go from there. These so, kids are really stupid. We gonna they make always it. are. They wouldn't be in a horror movie Snooty if they weren't brats. stupid. Yeah. So where do we go from here? So some kids go out to one of their friends's parent, like it's a parent's cabin, they're fall break. So why not throw a party? Yeah. Party it up, children. What if it's not as secluded a cabin as they think it is? And just like on the other side of a hill, there's just this cranky hermit. And he just can't take any more of their loud music and ruckus bullshit. Okay. So this old hermit, he is he's seen some shit. Yeah. So let's say he's like PTSD, knows how to kill somebody by just looking at them. Okay. That's how skilled he is. And so he grabs some, mm, let's say some knives. Okay. And maybe a gun or two. Ah, guns are no guns? so pedestrian no for guns. a horror movie. Let's keep it to instruments. Okay, so knives. Okay. Ooh, how about some hedge trimmers? Ooh. Snip, snip, motherfucker. Yeah. That's what he takes with him. And then he improvises along the way. So these kids, they're partying. It's late at night. It starts off simple enough. He's an understanding guy. There's some kids. They're his neighbors. He just knocks on the door. He's going to ask them, hey, just keep it down a little. But first, they won't answer the door. And then when they finally do, they're just snooty rich kids. Old man, we don't have to, we don't have to listen to you. Just go on your way. Fuck off. We're just going to do what we want. What's that saying that you like to say? Bitch, please, I've been to space. No. <laughs> to quote Spider-Man properly, bitch, please, you've been to space. Okay. Well. What if he has? He's a retired astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> He's really seen some shit. 
<laughs> Probably some aliens. Okay, so he's a retired hermit <laughs> astronaut. He's got like an alien. He's pet. wearing no. He's wearing a tattered astronaut like spacesuit <gasps> with knives like strapped <gasps> to him. Oh, oh, oh. so like <laughs> it just made me think of it since he's a he's an astronaut. Those things, those space spiders from Apollo thirteen or Apollo eighteen. I never saw it. <sighs> Well, like, this thing gets into their suit and basically, like, eats their face. Okay. They're like space spiders. He's got a space spider pet. <laughs> okay. We'll, 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 he has his pet. We'll use it sparingly. But, I, th- I thought it was really just a joke to put there. It's just okay. something I thought of. So, no spider, but this is our iconic slasher killer. He wears a space... <gasps> the he- astronaut. Once oh. he gets pissed off, he has the visor down the whole time. I was to say like he after he tells the rich kids like hey can you like quiet down like you're making too much noise and they like blow him off and stuff and so he goes back to his house yes he puts on his fucking space suit with yes. his um what is it <laughs> that the gold reflective visor yes. yeah and what is that the i i am not uh, yeah it's to protect them from the yeah. sun's rays but yeah so he puts that on, grabs his shit. I don't know where he's sticking it. Maybe like that little pack they have on their yeah. back. Maybe he's just tying a bit of rope around it. <laughs> he moves his waist. back to the cabin. <laughs> a zero gravity bounces. Yes, back. He, he's so insane that he like slow-mo <laughs> moon bounces intentionally over to the cabin again. Honestly, this is turning out better than I thought it was going to. <laughs> and they hear him coming because he's just slowly <laughs> bouncing through the bushes. And like, what is that? Is that an astronaut? But like confuses them and they're like, maybe they just blow it off. Like, maybe it's that old guy again. We're just gonna let him do his thing. So one of them, the jock, he goes out. I don't know what this is. I'm gonna tell this astronaut. Maybe it's that old man. I'm gonna tell him to buzz off. Like, just leave us alone. <laughs> uh, buzz and- off, <laughs> Buzz <Yes>. off. <laughs> Wow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he goes out and he stands on the porch of his cabin. The astronaut just keeps moon bouncing <laughs> up to him slowly. And this rich kid, Jock, is just letting into him. He's like, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? He pulls knife out and just like. Yeah. <laughs> he gets right up to him. Just stabs him right in the neck. And the last thing this jock sees is his own face in the reflection <laughs> of the helmet. And that's what they all see when they die is just their own terrified face and I reflected think, in the helmet. I think that the teens just continue to party as I like, yeah, he's got it. Like, he's strong. <laughs> oh, they just close the door behind them. They don't even care to see how it yeah, plays out. Yeah, okay. like, maybe they're like huddled in one of the rooms. Like, he'll come back. He'll take care of it. And the spaceman cuts the power. Yes. And they're like, oh shit, did Bobby come back? Maybe he's like playing a prank on he just flipped the breakers. And then one of them walks into the back room of the cabin and like, Bobby, is that you? The old hermit has stretched Bobby's flannel shirt as well as he can over this bulky <laughs> astronaut suit. And he's trying to be disguised as Bobby while still wearing the suit and the helmet. I'm like, Bobby, is that you? Oh, <laughs> they, they don't even register the fact that they're seeing the back of an astronaut helmet. And then they get up next to him and he strangles them with his air hose on his <laughs> 
spacesuit. How many teens are there? Let's say there's five. Five's a good number. So we've already lost Bobby. Okay, how about three guys and two girls? Okay, we've lost Bobby and we'll say Jimmy's the one that just got strangled to death with the So let's say that like um, Damien and Jessica are upstairs just banging. Okay. That happens in every like teen horror movie is somebody's doing it. And so like Mabel is down here by herself like, guys, where are you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a stupid girl. <laughs> so Spaceman. She's a, what? She the virgin of the movie, but she's like a ditzy virgin. Yeah, we're going to make her the virgin. Okay. So Spaceman goes and finds the two teens that are just going to town on each other. This is where the hedge clippers come in. Ooh. <laughs> I already had this one thought out. What, some pubic trimming or what? Uh, trims a dick off. Ooh. <laughs> snip, snip. And so he goes and finds them. And they're freaking out. They're both naked and whatever. Cuts some dude's dick off. Maybe cut some titties. Wait, is it still inside of her? <laughs> yes, let's make that happen. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> she so, runs so, out of the room. So poor animatronics. It's just like so he cuts his dick off with the <laughs> hedge trimmers. She's terrified. She runs out of the room with it still in her, and then like falls out on the stairs or something. And, like close up of it, just squirting blood. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hard R of that in C seventeen <laughs> horror movie, but <laughs> I'm on board with it. So whatever I said his name, Damien dies. He just gets snipped to pieces with the hedge trimmers. Okay, so we're left with Mabel and what was it? Jessica. Jessica. Well, the cops got to show up at some point. Somebody's got a cell phone. It's poor service. It's staticky. They're not sure if the call went through, but a sh- local sheriff shows up and checks out Might the situation. Might as well check this out. Yeah. That 911 call it cut off pretty quick. It, we better go check it out. So the sheriff knocks on the door. What happens? Uh, girls are screaming inside and he's like, what is what is going on? What is going on? And they're talking about some spaceman. Like, he's got to get a blanket because <laughs> that chick's naked. Like, she's a teenager. He's an adult. Yeah. Things can get weird. Um, They're talking about some spaceman. And so the cop goes and checks the house and there's no spaceman. Mm. I don't know. All the bodies are gone, too. <laughs> Ooh. All the bodies are gone. No trace of anything. Spaceman is good. That is good if there's no trace of anything, especially the bleeding out dick. (laughs) Maybe he finds the piece of dick. Oh. What if the cop finds the piece of dick? No, I see. I was thinking the astronaut, there's a flashback later to him taking the bodies out and the dick on the floor is like the last minute thing he reaches back for, like Indiana Jones reaching under the closing door to grab his hat. He's just like, (laughs) oh shit, I better grab that too. Uh, okay, we might go with that, but like maybe, okay, I don't know how to go with this. What if Mabel has a thing for men in uniform and she hits it off with the sheriff? You know, they can never be together. I mean, she's still just maybe a teenager. Maybe he's a younger sheriff, okay. but like- She's 18. He's 29. Let's say that. He's okay. young sheriff, but he's good at his job. Yeah. And so he stays there and helps him feel Creepily safe. Creepily comforts. And we'll say the movie comes down to them two as the final two. Okay. So he's there with Jessica and Mabel. All right. So the, her and the sheriff, he said, are hitting it off. Yeah. Well, Mabel. Mabel and the yeah. sheriff, like, she's shy and yeah. timid, and he's just being there comforting her. Well, Jessica's just being a strong man bitch. in uniform. <laughs> Jessica's just a bit traumatized. <laughs> she's like, I'm not sure it's all out. <laughs> Weird image, but okay. She keeps checking herself. Yeah, like, can you stop playing with yourself, ma'am? This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
So they should they sneak off? Mabel and the sheriff. Yeah. Yes, and then that leaves Jessica alone. <sighs> Jessica dead bitch. Ooh. So Mabel and the sheriffs. Uh, you know, why don't we go for another round around just to see about this spaceman? Mm-hmm. And they go make out somewhere. Okay. And they share a tender moment. And yeah. Like, you know what? You real pretty. Yeah. And they kiss in the moonlight. <laughs> Can this have a lake somewhere? Yeah. Okay, so they're they're out kissing by the lake. So Jessica's alone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jessica, she goes looking for them. She sees them at the lake. She's like, man, I don't know. I just, I don't want to intrude on them. I'm probably okay. Like, they're inside of me. It'll be all right. Spaceman comes up behind her yes. and like muffles her. No, she gets away. And oh. She runs into the lake and she dives underwater. To get away from him and try to, like, should be hidden from his sight underneath the water. Yeah. But he's in this environmental suit. So then we cut to underwater footage. He's walking on the bottom of the lake bed, <laughs> like moonwalking, <laughs> slowly chasing her underwater. And she's just like. She has no idea. Yeah. But you just see him bouncing up and down <laughs> on the lake bed. Meanwhile, Mabel and the sheriff, they're just, they're getting it on on the beach. Like, things have moved on. You know, they're they're snuggling on the beach. They're close to getting it on. Okay. So, Spaceman, Jessica's in the water. Spaceman's underwater, drags her underneath, dunzo for her. So, he, like, takes his air hose, wraps around her leg, and pulls her underwater. And then, like, uh, he drags her all the way back up and drags her across the lawn as she's screaming and, like, twigs and shit are hitting her. What if... <sighs> What if? Him being a crazy retired astronaut. He's built his own rocket. <clears throat> Sends her to space without a suit. Yeah. He aims her at the moon. <laughs> it doesn't make it, but she's just... She explodes from the pressure. Yeah. You see it hit the window. It makes no sense like how she like didn't pass out before she got up there from the thin air, but... <laughs> Yeah, she or maybe she passes out and then she wakes up in space and she's just freaking out and then you see her explode. He has it timed where um, the cabin depressurizes mm-hmm. and she doesn't have a suit and she just explodes in the rocket. Yeah, and at that moment, Mabel and the sheriff look up and they see a shooting. Fireworks. They see a shooting star. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. Make a wish. I wish I wasn't here at this death lake. <laughs> and. The astronaut comes to them. The sheriff, he puts up a good fight. He shoots, maybe even punctures the astronaut's suit. He loses pressure in the suit. He can't go underwater anymore, but he's still walking around the suit. And maybe he's not bouncing as energetically as he once was. (laughs) It's more of a lethargic, injured moon bounce. All right. But he gets up close and kills the sheriff. He takes his air hose and he shoves it down the sheriff's throat. Oh, God. And then, like, holds his hand over his nose and just, like, inflates the sheriff. (gasps) Oh, Sheriff Balloon. Yeah. (laughs) This would be the worst special effects (laughs) movie. Okay, putting the air hose in the sheriff made me think of Shrek, where they blow up the animals and tie string around them. They have floating animals. (laughs) This would be one of those movies that ends up on YouTube some expert. This is totally scientifically unrealistic. Look, that's not how the human body would react. Okay. That's okay. This is our dumb horror movie. And then it's just Mabel and the astronaut. Is Mabel still a virgin at this point? Yes. Okay. And he comes up to her and he's like, ma'am, 
I'm not going to kill a virgin. He raises the visor. He's like, I can just tell you are a good person. You don't belong with all these other dickheads here. I'm not going to kill a virgin, but you can't tell anybody what happened here. And then we flash back to when she, Mabel met the sheriff and she tells him, I like a man in uniform. And she comes up close to the astronaut and she puts her hand on his shoulder and assures him, Mr. Astronaut, I like a man in uniform. He's like, no, we can't. Then you won't be a virgin. She's like, oh, it's fine. There's another virgin here. And she takes him inside to their basement. And there's this poor, innocent girl chained up in the basement of the cabin. She's like, yeah, we were going to sacrifice this virgin this weekend. We're like a rich person's coven. We were really going to <laughs> raise some hell. If you hadn't killed my friends, it'd be like these demons are probably going to come eat your soul. And so he lets the virgin loose and takes his new <laughs> weird devil worshiping astronaut loving bride back to his weird hermit cabin. And he starts fashioning her a astronaut suit out of the skin of the bodies that he made disappear earlier. And there's our sequel set up. The astronaut and his skin suit astronaut bride. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face right now. <laughs> You're just speechless. You're just like, that, that took so many strange turns there right at the end. See, the thing is, uh, before we started recording, we had been talking about like ideas of where we can go with this. And Dan goes, just set up the virgin and I will take it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. See, I didn't know where I was going with it other than I knew at some point they had originally gone up there to sacrifice their own virgin. So I honestly, like, neither of us knew exactly where this was going, but we had, like, ideas with, that we were throwing around of, like, other bad horror movies and, like, you know, the common, like, theme in horror movies, like, bad ones especially. But wow. Stupid rich kids, cabin in the woods. Virgin sacrifice. What are we going to call our horror movie? It has to be something snappy so that we can have the sequel. Return of the... The second one's going to be Return of the Spacemen. I don't know about Spacemen. Return of something. Or now that he's married, maybe it's the bride of something. What is he? He's the... Uh... Killers... Oh, no. <laughs> that killer's from outer space. That's a little Ooh. too close from... I found our theme for the movie. What? Okay. We make the theme song Michael Jackson, and it's Moonwalker. And then the sequel is Bride of Moonwalker. Yes. Love it. Seal it. Write it. Send it to somebody. Man, I cannot wait for like the direct-to-video Moonwalker 10. <laughs> If this one was so bad, imagine how bad the later sequels in the series are going to be. So the sequels actually include children. Oh. Their children, like, yes. continuing their parents' legacy. By, like, the seventh one, they get the original Bride of Moonwalker back for a quick cameo. Oh, I can't wait for this series to not ever be They talk about mourning their dad and what a great man that <laughs> they thought he was. My dad was a fucking astronaut. Son of Moonwalker. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> we've had a good time coming up with our own horribly bad, scary movie. If you guys have any other ideas, uh, drop them in some comments and uh, maybe you guys, we can uh, read some, make our own other horror movie out of comments that we read. Or just ideas for other bad movies we could come up with. But yeah, let us know what you think of Moonwalker and the Moonwalker franchise and where you see the later sequels going. Oh, no. My word of the day is so innocent today. Oh. I think it's for good cause. But 
But it's funny. <laughs> Even things out a little. Yeah. All right. Hit us with the Urban Dictionary Word of the Day. Summer teeth. Because <laughs> when you're an old person, you have a special set of teeth for the summer. I don't know. Summer here and summer there. Like meth heads, you know, they got their, su- oh. they got their summer teeth in. Summer teeth. Their summer, summer teeth, summer okay. here, summer there. Uh, no, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm just looking at some of these. A person that is missing teeth either by extraction or rotten from poor hygiene. Hey, Joe, look across the bar. Man, that bitch has summer teeth. God. <laughs> summer here and summer there. Okay, that is a great place to end the episode. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for checking in as usual. Uh, If you've listened to enough podcasts, you know the drill. We appreciate subscriptions, ratings, reviews, etc. But most importantly, we hope we put a smile on your face. If so, share that smile and our show with someone else. And for any other updates for our show, follow us on Facebook at Mike and Jiggers Podcast or follow the link in the show description. We had this great podcast today, and if you have any great ideas... Leave them for us. And tell us hi. What you been thinking? Yeah. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Bye.